Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Okay. We good? I am recording. I am recording. Should we clap? No. One, two, three. Hey, that was pretty good. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast, Quarantine Edition Part 2. I'm still all by myself in Los Angeles while Natasha lazes the day away in Palm Springs. How are you, Tosh? Good. I think that all women need a vacation from their families. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me more. Why women? Why not men? Um, because women are the default parent, usually the birth mom and, uh, oh, so birth moms, you think, so if you're an adopted <laughs> mom, you don't need to take a vacation. No adopted mom too. Just like I was just thinking in a lesbian couple, like, you know, it's like whoever is the primary parent. Wait, do you think that in a lesbian couple that it's the birth mom that does the most, most parenting if they have a child naturally? I mean, it was just a guess. Are I don't you going know, on record? <laughs> No. <laughs> we should call some of our lesbian friends and see what they think. This is very offensive. It's offensive. I'm just to- saying. I feel like the women are sort of the de facto person that always kind of has everything in their head. So it's nice to just like erase that from your consciousness and How- follow your bliss by yourself for a couple of days. How quickly you forget the lessons learned in Kramer versus Kramer. You know, there's some deadbeat women out there, too. Let me tell you something interesting. <laughs> um, our child has been coming up to me at nap time and right before bed every night, and she cuddles up into my arms, and she whispers, um, I'm happy and satisfied that mommy is gone. That's mean. It's true. I'm not, I'm not kidding. She says, I, I've always felt something was off in the family <laughs> dynamic. And now that she's gone, I know that it was mother's presence. (laughs) Well, I'm glad she was able to share that with you. Well, it goes on. That's not all she says. She says it's as though there's been a a heavy fog in our household for the past two years. And now that the fog is lifted, it felt normal to live in that fog. And now that the fog is lifted, I realize I am free for the first time. You found this in her diary since I've been gone? No, these are things that she's articulated to me. (laughs) She's also started writing slam poetry since you've been gone. (laughs) Really political stuff about Venezuela and Bolivia, the the socialist leader of Bolivia fighting off a coup and stuff. She's really advanced. Cool. What have you been doing? Um, You know, I... Swung in a hammock and I took a soak and I watched the Paris Hilton documentary and the four part part series seduced about uh, the Oxenbergs. And uh, I don't know, I just been having like a lot of me time. (laughs) You know, I've been doing a a me version of what you've been doing. I've been trying to like um, I've been trying to speed watch as many movies that you'd never see with me as possible. So last oh, night that at about productive. last night about one in the morning, I googled uh, best Holocaust pictures. <laughs> you think that means I'm in a good place or a bad place? How how were they? I didn't. Well, I started watching Enemies: A Love Story, which is a, a Holocaust post Holocaust comedy. It's good so far, and I watched The Battle for Algiers, which is not a Holocaust film, but a classic French film about the Algerian Revolution, and I finally watched Patton which is a film that was on our best picture list, but one that you refused to watch. And having watched it, you made the right call. You couldn't get anyone to watch that with you for like two years. Well, I didn't need anyone, I found out. Every time someone would come over to watch a movie with you, you try to pitch it to them, and I would always hear them be like, fuck no, dude, I'm not watching that. I also watched Brokeback Mountain. And I realized something really important about myself watching that film. What? Uh, I can't really talk about it on the podcast, but um, I'll let you know. I had a big revelation about who I am watching that film. <laughs> so anyway, we'll, well talk later. I just have to be very grateful that I have, I'm able to 
leave for two days or three days and you're able to handle things and, you know, so I can feel myself again because I think parenting just at its normal you know, just, just normal everyday basic parenting sucks you dry. So like add on that a pandemic, you know, it's, it's, it's challenging. And I know there's a lot of people who can't take a vacation and just being away for a day and realizing that like, I'm not filling my head with like being a servant to two people. (laughs) What are you talking? You're not my servant. What is this characterization? We're getting along just fine without you, Natasha, so you stay as long as you want. We don't need your serving. Well, Tosh, um, what do you think? Um, Should we bring our guest in? Yeah, let's talk to him. This man is a star of stage and screen. He acts in everything. He was in this season of Curb Your Enthusiasm with a lovely turn as the postal worker. Zoolander 2. He wrote on Zoolander 2 with me and was in the film in a more memorable way than I was. He's a funny person and he's got a new podcast. And let's welcome our friend and yours, John Daly. John Daly. Hello? Hey, what's up? Hi, John. How are you? How's it going? Can you hear me now? I haven't, yeah, I haven't got good. to talk to John at all. Yeah. Well, take it away, Tosh. Hey. Wait, should we, can we bring him a little closer so we can see his face better? What do you mean Laura? bring him closer? Like, does, Should he get just like a little closer? Like, Doesn't oh. he seem really far away? Well, he's right there, honey. You can just tell. All right. <laughs> hey, what's no, up? I thought, maybe, I thought maybe there's a way to bring the computer closer. I don't know. I Wait, was can you guys hear me? Can yeah, you guys yeah, hear me? Hear okay, you. cool. I'm coming in. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Hi, hi. This is great. Hey, thanks for having me on. John, thanks for doing it. How's yeah. it going? How's your quarantine going? Oh, man. I mean, you know, uh, cooking, chilling, watching Shark Tank, a lot of TV. I mean, just a lot of TV. I mean, we've seen each other once. We went surfing once, I, I, I know. Yep. Uh, like men do. Yeah, men get together, go surfing. It's non-toxic, totally cool, and I don't know. I've been uh, I'm putting out my album. Very excited about that. Tell us about the album. Um, well, I got a record deal over quarantine, and I have just have just been making music for a while, and so I signed with this record label, and I'm making and putting out a record. Is it Geffen? Start. I wish it was Geffen because he's such a cool dude. Yeah, his personal <laughs> life is so spectacular. Yeah, and I really love his yacht and um, how in touch he is with uh, the common man. <laughs> That's really, I really love him for his, his real touch. Down-to-earth guy. <laughs> yeah. so, what, so what is it? Is it comedy? Is it music? It's comedy music. This first, I'm putting out a seven-inch. Here, let me get it. I'm sorry. Let me, let me get it. Hold on one second. I hope he's going to play it like on a little record player and we can oh, dance. Oh, that'd be cool. And, like... Maybe you should play us a song. Yeah, do you have a little record player you could play the song on? Or just on your yeah. phone. Or let me... let me. Uh... Well, while you're getting it together, John, let me Here. just... Oh, look at it. I knew it was had a... Re- <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, so it's my Red Hot Chili Peppers song, Abracadabra, California, on the front. Went viral. <laughs> that was an internet viral sensation, yeah. John's... And then my... The B-side is my Lil Xan song, right? So, so John, to our listeners, if you're not familiar with John's work, John has uh, an ability not only to make sort of satirical comedy songs that sound really good, but they also just do tend to go viral. You made a song making fun of Lil Xan and said he was your son, right? I said he was my son. Well, at first, it was actually a diss song because he dissed me on uh, Twitter. Wait, he- why? Because I, I, I wrote a tweet to no one in particular that was like, hey, uh, all you mumble rappers are going to regret those face tattoos or something. This was like 2017 or something. And he was like, oh, yeah, are you jealous of my success? He, he said something like weird, but it was like, are you jealous of my success or my wealth as well? He was like bragging on his money or something like that. And I was like, all right, fuck you. And I made a song called I'm Your Dad. <laughs> and 
<laughs> put it out, and I found out that he was putting out an album with Diplo um, the next Tuesday. And so me and Cyrus Garamani, who I make music with, just made that, made that song, made this song, I'm Your Dad. And so that's the B-side of this record. And Cyrus what a, is brilliant. Yeah, you know, guys obviously know Cyrus. Um, this is my Chili Peppers uh, symbol that I patented. <laughs> it's got nine prongs, so you know it's patented John Daly and not Red Hot Chili Peppers, so I can't get by them. Wait, is it legal for sure? Um, we'll see, man. I mean, I, uh, hopefully it is, but... Uh, this is John, called- remember when Anthony Kiedis cut bangs? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember it because I was constantly. That would be a good genre. I could, of- I could not stop masturbating during that period of time. It was like totally <laughs> you, insane. You know, I knew Wait, a girl. Can, can sex- we hear it? Oh, man. I, I, you know what? You can hear it if you go to the original, like, kind of, I guess, the way I released it was. We made a, a fake website called RHCP 2014 because it was that long ago. RHCP2014.com. Go there and you can. T- we made a fake website um, advertising them playing the Super Bowl opening up for Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, can I show you a cursed object I have? I have. Yeah, let's look at I John Daly's cursed object. This is a cursed object. This is my most cursed object. <laughs> I can't believe I haven't like taken this out of storage. I have a store. I have this storage space, and so I was like, "God, where is that?" It's a fucking look at this. It's a Trump casino long sleeve. Tr- <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! It's a long sleeve Trump casino Atlantic City gambling souvenir. Yeah. Record breaking slots. Look at the back. I broke a world record with one hand. You know you know how I would edit it, John? <laughs> t- for today's political climate? How how? I would say I broke a record with one tiny Cheeto dust covered hand. <laughs> I agree. You know what I mean? Just to s- stick it to him. Absolutely, you know like Zing the like, guy. Uh, that that orange that orange guy. Uh, by the way, today was a great day for America, right? I mean, just, what happened today? I oh, think the, the, oh, the gathering in DC, the, the MAGA <laughs> march or whatever. Like, uh, thank God, thank God, the, they're they're out repping. Hey, look, the era is almost over, but your era is just about to begin. This is so exciting. You have this a record is, coming out. This is like era three for yeah. I have a record coming out. So this comes out on record store day which is November 28th. It's Record Store Day Black Friday. And so that's going to be on all the Record Store Day lists, which apparently I'm supposed to say. And Wait, is Record Store Day an actual day? It's um, three. <laughs> I think there are three a year, and they're big, like, uh, you know, they just pushing, pushing uh, vinyl, I guess. Okay. So I, Yeah, but then I'm putting out a, an LP next year. I'll be putting out, like, my other less, less, both parodies and non-parodies, and kind of, I get sincere. Hey, I get sincere. I'll say it. Um, well, I have been to your live shows. You have one of the best live shows in comedy, I think, because the music is so good. Uh, Natasha I and I were going to put yes, Natasha. Oh, I had a question for John. Yeah, yeah go ahead up? with your question for John. I Natasha. miss you guys, by the way. I miss. We you miss guys. you too. <laughs> My question is: Does music bring you? Does making music bring you like more joy than making comedy? Um, well, it's all comedy, I think. You know, my music is all, there's jokes throughout it, you know? So I think it's, um, but I think making music, like having an extra thing about it, like I always have, always have wanted to do it. And so it was kind of just like the last few years, I was like, I got to engage this part of me because I've always written songs and kind of like, like done that, but I've never like, you know, kind of like, I got that residency and just like worked on actually being a musician for the first time. So that was like, cool. I've always wanted to do. Did you have to work on like getting better in an instrument in order to make the songs? Well, now that you mention it, uh uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. I play guitar now, guys. (laughs) You should do choir. I spent the choir learning guitar because and I really know it. It's crazy. Well, you've got lyrics, man. I didn't even know the choir learning guitar. Yeah, I mean that's a kind of Wait, lyrical. Was quality. that it? Is that it? That's no, as, that's all I did. That's all I learned. Yeah, two strums I mean, on a guitar and the choir guitar no, rhyme. 
Quark. He barely he barely performed for us. Let's hear. Yeah, if you come have on. Let's let's, let's hear, hear it. If you have musical talent. All right. All right, check this shit out. Don't put me on the spot like that. All right. You brought the guitar out. You you were like, look, check this shit out, and then you didn't let us check the shit out. You guys were begging me <laughs> to <laughs> to entertain you. Look, I'm I'll I'll play. Look, look, check this out. Hold out, Virginia, don't let me wait. <laughs> the liquor, stop, much too late. Sooner or later, it come down to fate. I might as well be the one dialing only the good dialing. This is great. That's what I say. You I like your choice of song. And can right. we cl- we can definitely clear only the good die young, right? <laughs> Laura, I think we're good. We we can we have a budget. We have a budget for royalties on music, and that one I think. If I you think listen care, if you listen carefully to what I was singing, I wasn't singing the actual lyrics. I was just singing something that would fool people's minds into thinking. Oh, so it was like the Red Hot Chili Peppers logo with an extra prong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, is that right? Is that John Daly or is that the Chili Peppers? You know. But it is freeing and fun to play an instrument, and and then you have this added talent of being funny. I mean, what a what a gift in life. Yeah, and it's kind of. I mean, it came out honestly. If I'm being honest, it came out of just like I need an act. I need to like do something, <laughs> and like I'm not like a stand up. I do characters, and it's a way of like doing fucking a big show and touring rock clubs, and that's what I wanted to do. So, it's John, not to put fun. you on the spot, but and, would and you- having a band. Not to put you on the spot, but would you do four to seven characters for us really quickly? <laughs> All right. Okay. This is called this is called the Oasis Brothers, right? It's both Oasis Brothers, but it's just me doing it. Oh, shop then. And then I do, okay, I go okay, into all good, sorts of good. <laughs> Talking about Billy Joel, I can do. <laughs> can we clear uh, uh, Oasis, we, Noel Gallagher, is that his name? Can we clear a, yeah. A can we Gallagher clear my impression? Imp- can we clear my impression? Yeah, I think can we, we clear. Least, okay, I've got a Disney shirt on. Do you? Do you guys? <laughs> you guys have a clear uh, clearance on that? Um, well, what do you think, Tosh? You think we should, speaking of clarity, help some of these people that are calling find some clarity with our friend John? Yeah, John, we're gonna call some people and see Great. if we can help them. Um, do you call? Do you call them on Skype, right? Or well, we we've you know we're experimenting with technological expansion. This Natasha, I don't know if you're noticing this, John, but Natasha is not with me. She's at a hotel in Palm Springs because we're estranged. But really? The pod, yeah, we're, the marriage is definitely falling apart, but the podcast is actually bringing in really good ad revenue. So we yeah, you guys to, can't stop now. Yeah, we decided to keep going with it, especially when we knew you were coming on. We didn't want to disband it. Yeah, I mean, so reason enough to keep it together. This will be the first time that we've done. Natasha in one room, a guest and a caller. We don't know what's about to happen. I know you guys are usually uh, canoodling on the couch. or Yeah, we usually oh. flirt directly. Flirt, um, <laughs> direct so let's, flirtation. Let's see what happens. We're going to call Kate in Boston. Awesome. Let's talk to Kate. Moshe, we also both have ponytails. I know everybody <laughs> does. Kate, I don't have mine in, but... Kate, hold on hey, a second, okay? Hold Sorry. on a second. We're, we're two men talking about ponytails, so you're going to have to wait a second. Now, That's John, I, I know, I feel like every man in America right now is hitting ponytail level of quarantine. Oh, yeah. The first, month, is, yeah. first month was bread, and then oh. the, the ninth month is ponytail. And who knows what the 18th month will bring? I learned bread. I made bread. I made a bunch of bread. I haven't Katie. made it in a couple months. but Katie, why do you think everybody started baking bread as a response to a global viral pandemic? Just carbo-loading for whatever marathon they know they can't run afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I like your moxie. Thank you. Um, hi, hi, Katie. You're here with Natasha, Moshe, and our friend John Daly. How's it going? <laughs> We're great. What's up? How are I'm you? Much. How are you guys? Oh, really, really good. Everything's actually been really good the last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, just kill her. Just. Yeah. Great year. Yeah, good it's year, all adding year. up to being really a fun year. You know what's um, funny is, is someone gave me this bracelet, and it just, can you see? It just says 2020 on it. And, like, I always look at it, and I'm like, it's such a weird thing to, like, commemorate this year with a tennis bracelet. Here's the bad news. Here's the bad news, Katie. 
I am working on a pet theory that it's not mm-hmm. 2020. It's just this is life now. I have a feeling <laughs> we're, we're not going to pop out of this January 2nd. It's just going to be 2020 again. <laughs> Kate, oh yeah, it's Does like it, Groundhog's uh, Life. You have to take it for walks, your theory. It's your pet theory. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Pick up his um, Thanks, He's everybody. got a new LP. He's got an LP coming out with more zingers like that. Yeah, that's my style. Just off the cuff funniness. <laughs> um, Katie, what's yes. up? How can we help you? Um, at, it's a little bit of a quarantine question. So one of my friends uh, just turned 30, which is, you know, 2020 fun. Um, but basically she started dating this dude a couple months ago who I think is 22, if not like 21. Um, and it's a, we live up in the Northeast, so it gets cold. So it's starting to be like camp COVID find your, your snuggle buddy season. Sounds hot. Yeah. You know, just uh, like the, in the, like the back of your, like your, your painting up there, it says camp. (laughs) Yes. It's, it's camp. (laughs) So is that what, that's what happens in the Northeast is just like sort of, Thick pecked fellas drinking Mickey's Big Mouth will find like a a woolly woman to bed down with for the winter. They they, they find yourself a, a nice Newport to pair that Mickey's with, and just <laughs> they turn hey, their. Honestly, uh, it sounds nice. It's like it's it's cute on paper, and then like my boyfriend and I live together, and we did this round one, and it like stops being cute when it's just like. Like sweatpants, farts, and pizza. Like, oh yeah, wait, <laughs> Katie. Let me just tell you, I was Facetiming with Moshe last night, and he just started peeing. Hell yeah! I mean, it's kind of like, what? What are you gonna do? We're married, John. Yep. I mean, how's it, it been was for not you? Cool. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> How many times have you guys smelled the crotch of your pants and been like, oh no? You mean during <laughs> quarantine? Yeah, like I'm. Well, John, that's You're great- like not changing and just like, oh, God, what am I doing? I'm like <laughs> deteriorating. Here's the thing about me is that, like I said, Natasha, Katie, Natasha's quarantining away from me right now in a hotel. She's I was going to say, what's happening? Yeah. She's, she did a job and she has to quarantine so that she doesn't infect our family. And I asked her, really I, beg- I begged her not to. I begged her not to do the job. That's not real. I won't tell anyone. It was, a, it was really challenging being away from Moshe and just like swimming and um, laying was in a, the hot tub. It was a $300 job for Quibi and Quibi doesn't even exist anymore. Post-existence? You, you yeah, cut post the job existence. after they folded. That's right. She decided to do it anyway. She's like, I have to commit. I made a commitment. But John, in terms of smelling crotches, because Natasha has been out of town, I will go into her dirty clothes and smell the crotch of her clothes, and then I say, oh, yeah, like the, the Kool-Aid man, because right. I miss her so much. Oh, yeah. That's like you're a panty sniffer. Yeah, I'm a it. panty sniffer, is I guess what <laughs> Yeah, I'm you're a to... weird perv yeah. panty sniffer. I'm like me. Per... Same yeah, thing. Like... <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> if you want me to bring by a batch before Natasha comes back, I can drop some off. Hey, yeah, if you're spreading it around, yeah. you know I'm down. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. Let me just say, though, for the record, even though Moshe and I have lived together throughout this whole pandemic, I still don't want to piss and shit in front of him. And I still think there's a way to make that not happen. Katie, do you, right? do you know that Katie, John, do you know that Natasha and I were we've been together how long? Seven years. We've no. never heard each other fart. Wow, is that so? You're that I had a I dated a girl for a while that would not. She left absolutely no evidence of pooping ever. It was crazy, like ever. And she she stayed in the bathroom for a long time to like cover everything. Very, and I never smelled. And I we talked about it after after we broke up. We talked about it, and I was like, "You never did this. You never. I never. Wait, that was your breakup conversation." Um, it was a pleasant one, like a couple years after. Was it one of your grievances, one of your reasonings for leaving? And another thing. <laughs> yeah, I just want to smell. You know, I love the smell of poop. Yeah. And you really could. You could have given me that. Listen, Katie, we cut you off. So your friend is turning 30. She's dating a 22-year-old. And? Yeah. So she got out of an old relationship. Like, weird COVID brought the worst out of everybody. Slow bead, slow bleed. And then she met this new guy. And she was like all over about him. And she's like, well, he's like 22. And I was like, eh, 
I don't know. I feel like I was an idiot at 22 and like might still be, but whatever. This is a um, guy. Yeah. The so guy's going to be him. real dumb. Is yeah. Yeah. So I met him. Uh, his car's got like a bunch of 22 year old, like auto zone peel and stick graphics all over it. Cool. Uh, cool. We, we, went out to, we went to, we went to a Japanese restaurant and he ordered chicken fingers. <laughs> I kind of guy. Cool, cool. Uh, and we were talking, and like the election was obviously had been coming up at this point. And it was like, you know, I just don't, I don't, I don't feel like voting. But you know, maybe, maybe more Trump isn't that bad. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Wait, you. oh, so you're saying he his decision, that? his yeah. decision was between <laughs> his decision was between not voting and voting for Trump. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of a conundrum too, because. You know, you're supposed to be like, you got to vote. It's your civic duty. And then they're like, right. and and they're like you like, know what? Actually, don't vote. Yeah, you're right. Who cares? So, so do we need more people with AutoZone graphics and chicken fingers voting? <laughs> like, hey, there's so, 70, so, so there's 70 million people with AutoZone graphics and chicken fingers. It, so it, it sounds like your problem is, do you judge your friends for like having this like camp covid with this trump supporter yeah what do you what are you trying well, it's to not even like the trump supporters i is the fact that it's like she was like no there's something really nice about him and blah 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 and i was met him and i was like he's fine i think the only thing you like about him is that he like kind of has like above average manners for like a 22 year old but like she's like a stud she's got like a it's like a highfalutin marketing job and makes all this money i think i know why she's into him he's what? got that bde that yeah. big well, dick uh, energy. Yeah. My other thought, he's he is uh, a smaller man, and the math doesn't add up. If that, if that, if you catch my drift, like no, you can have a small body, big dick. You never know. Sometimes you have a small body because of how big your dick is. That a lot of the tissue mass. Yeah, went it's like into a parasite. Yeah. It's actually a, a big problem for a lot of smaller guys that have really big dicks, and it weighs them down. They have a lot of hip problems. Well, you're doing that documentary, Small Guy, Big Dick, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And I, actually, it's coming out on the same record label as, as yours, John. I didn't want to tell it's you. It's a documentary that comes out on a record yeah, label? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make record. sense to me logically. Well, man. you know what? Things are changing in the new media landscape. The internet has kind of redefined media. And so that's kind of what's happening. But wait, Katie, I'm confused. Is your que- What is your question? So my question is, how do I tell my friend who's otherwise very happy that she should stop dating this dude because it's starting to get serious with somebody who probably should have just been like a COVID fling and now you have to either like lock down or get out? You like- don't. You don't. You mind your own fucking business and let her get 22-year-old fat dick. I, I mean, I guess, but it's yep. like it's it's gone on for too long for it to be like like you know when your friend like has a weird ponytail or like a shitty haircut. Wait a minute! Like, hey. Wait a minute! Hey, come on! Well, we can we can match. Man fun. <laughs> what do you think, also, Tosh? Also, you should focus on your own relationship. Yeah, it's not that good. I mean, like I guess I'm, I, there's like most of me is just like I'm being nosy, but she's got this this she's to steal your term, Moshe, a like a, a, a serial monogamist. <laughs> it's like, that's not oh, man. term. I made that up. <laughs> Actually, that <laughs> term like, just got released gonna... on John's record label. Like honeycomb. <laughs> what kind of cereal? <laughs> John, he's back. That's baby. the kind of shit I do, man. <laughs> Pet theory, honeycomb. I mean, Katie, this is none of your business. Let her have fun. Yes. Yeah. But it's like, it's going on like too long. Like it's too long know. for hey, who? COVID's not going to be over for another two years. Let her COVID. do the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. The, and the vaccine's only 90% effective. Uh, that's pretty good, though. I think all vaccines are kind of, of effective. Wait, but John, John, do you have any thoughts here? I mean, this is bullshit, right? Katie should just leave her alone and let her. Is he, well, yeah. I mean, I think just, yeah, leave well enough. It, it might just be nice. It might be nice to have, you know. Right. Someone someone around. So, yeah, yeah, everybody's doing what they can right now. I don't see yeah. why you would get it. You would do an intervention just because you think the guy's lame. You know what that is? That's a short walk to the end of a friendship. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it also, is. And you might be right. I'm sure you're right. The time that I was dating this con artist, 
when I was like 23, all my friends were like trying to tell me to not date him. And I, and I was like, fuck you. I just won't be friends with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess so, it's true. I got, I got a little like survivor's guilt. Her like last boyfriend was an idiot and I didn't she, say anything. And is she left. like totally crazy about him? <laughs> is she like gaga over him? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Okay. Okay. So it's like, uh, that's rough. It's rough. Yeah. I think okay. you have a friend who has a bad picker and you should rather than focus on how to fix her picker, you should be grateful that you don't have a bad picker and just, uh, minimize your times that you have to talk to the guy. seems very simple to me. Yeah. Tosh. All right. I just think you need to stay out of it. Yeah, we think so. <laughs> that's what we think. It's path of, path of least resistance. Yeah. Let her, let her just, let her just, Pull up the handle on the seat of the Acura Integra. Lean back and just get chicken fingered. That's what she wants. Unless you think she's in danger or something like that. Of course. But it's like trying to step. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Or, And I'm not the guy who said this. Poison him. Kill him. Oh, that's a good idea. Actually, that's our advice. Poison him and kill him. Poison him. You know how to do it. Just go to the chicken finger supply in Boston and you'll be able to take him down. That's true. There you go. <laughs> Get that ricin. Katie, good luck out there. Thanks, guys. Appreciate, we appreciate it. you calling. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Thank you. I'm so self conscious to wrap it up because all of our callers make fun of me because I'm always like, okay, bye. <laughs> I mean, but like, I know when it's time to go. <laughs> it was time. It was time to go. It was time. I yeah. mean, well, it's funny. It's always weird when someone has a question about someone else. It's like, but are I you get it though. It, it, are you? It is a challenge when you have a friend that's dating somebody awful. You know, I had a friend who was dating someone, and then um, they broke up, and uh, she went to another friend and was like, "What did you think of my um, my ex?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm so glad you broke up with him. He was so lame. He was so awful. I just always found him pretentious and terrible." Anyway, long story short, those two are married now and the friend is no longer friends with her. So it's just like you should always be like, I don't know. I have no idea. I feel yeah, like unless it's it gets hectic or something like, yeah, just be like, yeah, they're great. Right. Or, oh, that's a shame. Oh, from, well, yeah, just be there. Be there for your friend. From my perspective, actually, even if it's dicey, even if their life is in peril, you just got to mind your own business you don't step in even if there's there's imminent physical danger a threat of death you mind your own business folk you know you just don't get involved and then you pretend you didn't know that there was a threat if they get jumped you run away that's right if your friend gets Screaming. physically threatened you just leave and pretend you didn't know what was happening yep um tosh what do you think we should do now secrets um, another call i think we should take one more call Let's talk to Marissa in San Bruno. What's San Bruno? By San Francisco. By the airport. Marissa? Cool. Is it Mar- Wait, hold Melissa. on. Wait, what's the name? It's Melissa. 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 Marissa. Do- Marissa. Marissa. <laughs> Marissa, we have a question for you before we get started. Yeah. Do you know, what a, do you know what, a, what a Kalita is? Kalita? Yeah, Kalita. one smell of Kalita. Um, no, I'm no one, no one knows. No one knows. (laughs) I thought it was a drink, like an alcoholic drink, but I think it's probably a flower or something. It's from the song Hotel California. It doesn't matter. Natasha, you take over. Uh, Hey, it's Natasha Legero, Moshe Kasher and John Daly. And uh, we're excited to talk to you. What's going Um, on? Hi. Hi. How's it? How's it going in San Bruno Bay Area? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just here like temporarily because my parents live here, but it's, you know, it's chilly. It's calm. All right. So where do you live? You're quarantining with your parents? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I always think that would be the most lucky parent who gets their like cool adult child to like (laughs) live with them in their adult life. You know what I mean? Like you would not be here with your parents right now if there was not COVID. We don't know Marissa. She might be a drag. Her parents might be trying to get her out of here ASAP. <laughs> we just met. No, they're the opposite. They're always trying to ask me to come home, and I'm like, no. <laughs> Where were you before the quarantine? 
Before I was in Los Angeles. Oh, a great city. A great yeah. city. What a town. Yeah. And then Can you I play I Love it. LA? <laughs> what? Yeah. Hold on. We're, we have musical accompaniments tonight, Marissa. So. Oh. Okay, here we go. <laughs> there you go. Marissa, do you know that song? You seem so young. Do you know the song I Love LA? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know that song. No, Marissa. It's uh, good to not, yeah. yeah. You should, Marissa, do you know Hotel iconic. California? I do know Hotel California. Okay, okay that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been depressing. All right, Marissa, we've gotten all the pleasantries out of the way. Why did you contact us tonight? So I called, or I, I emailed in because I... So I'm working from home as a contact tracer. Um, Whoa. And Congratulations. I just, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, How I do you do that? Wow. <laughs> well, so I got hired by the by the county, by actually by LA County, because um, they they're basically the it's by a bill, the CARES Act. They're only hiring people who lost their jobs in the pandemic. Huh. Be That's cool. Tracers. Cool. Yeah. So, wait, Marissa. Marissa, before we before we get into your question, can you yeah. explain to us how contact tracing works? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. So usually, so like every testing site, um, they'll enter it into the system. This is for like I don't know how other counties do it, but they'll enter it into the system, and then that system. Uh, it gets distributed to different teams. And so like each day we'll get up and we'll have like a case where it's like every day it's like a, a number of cases and it's always like their name, their birthday, you know, all the information they collected at the test site. And then we have to call them and basically tell them, Hey, you have to isolate. And then we also have to be like, Hey, is there anyone you've been close to anyone you've been in contact with? And then we check like places they have been because they're trying to like collect a bunch of data basically to like see who are the people that are getting sick and like how they're spreading it and everything. Okay. Okay. Marissa. Mm, we have a question. Have people ever yeah. been mean to you? Um, or are they like angry about it? Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me, let me jump in. Marissa, uh, yeah. I have COVID. I want you to call me and tell me that I need to isolate, okay? So I, I, you got my name on the email today. Okay. <laughs> hello? That really is. <laughs> um, hello? Hi. Hello, this is Marissa Kimball, and I'm calling from the L.A. County Department of Public Health. Do not um, call list. <laughs> so, um, sir, we, we do get, we get um, your information from the public health. It gets distributed to us. Um, so we, we, we only use your information just to, for public health reasons. All right. What, what do you, well, what do you want, Marissa? Well, I'm calling sir to <laughs> have you received your coronavirus test result? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got it, I guess. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, basically I'm calling because we like to call everyone who's tested positive. I'm from the patient interview team and we like to call you to help you to maybe see how you may have gotten the virus and also uh, to help I, you from getting, to keep help you from in your family from getting sick and from other people. I'll tell you sick. right now how I got it. First of all, it's a flu. It's nothing more than a flu. It's literally is the flu. I have the flu. I have the, I have a cold. Secondly, I got it from my wife. I can tell you that right now. I never did trust her. She's currently at a hotel staying away from me, but but I should be staying away from her. Uh, so I got the flu. I got it from my wife. And my Daddy, my, who my, are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. Get in the other room. You're always so mad. <laughs> and I don't have a I have no family members to speak of. Get in your room now. S- stuff like that. <laughs> so I would still try and do the interviews. Somebody like that. I actually have had people be like, oh, I'm not sick. I'm not sick. Hmm. And that's that's always concerning because um, they're going to spread it around, you know. 
<laughs> okay, so then you figure out who got it, and then do you contact the other people and say, hey, you, you've been exposed? Yep, exactly. And we send out, like, a quarantine order, and we send out, like, an isolation order and say, hey, you have to stay at home for 10 days. You can't share a bathroom with anybody. Um, That'd be hard for me and Natasha because we really like to shit around each other. <laughs> Is the Does the bathroom play a big part in terms of quarantining away from someone? Is it, like, you can't? cook food or go to the bathroom if you're quarantining at your home? Well, if you're quarantining at your home, well, the difference is if you have COVID, they actually want you to isolate. So with isolation, that is where you can't use any of the same shared spaces as other people and you can't use the same shared bathroom just because I guess um, like fluid ship Yeah, for how long? (laughs) Poopoo fumes, yeah. Poopoo COVID. Yeah. Poop is the main source of the spread. It's a it's a shit based <laughs> transmission, right? I heard that. Yeah, it's all poop transmission. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fauci was actually uh, held up a piece of his own shit. That's right. And Fauci, not not everybody knows. Fauci was actually he's not even actually a trained doctor. He's just he's like a scatological freak. Yeah. He's okay. Uh, yep. can- he loves Can we hear Shiza. from Marissa now, please? Oh, sorry. Marissa, go ahead. I want to know what her problem is. <laughs> okay, so um, so basically, so everything I have done for my job is virtual. and But I have this coworker that I'm, like, really attracted to. Um, like, literally just from video and, like, chats and stuff. But it, it's just, like, like, I feel like, oh, we have, like, similar interests and... He just seems really like sensitive and really um, he's really beautiful and just like I want to reach out. But it's weird because I only have like work channels to contact him. Like I only have our work email and like our work chat room thing. But I feel like the county has access to all of that stuff. So I'm wondering, like, how do you like reach out to and even for other virtual spaces, like how do you reach like you're in a public thing, but it's like, how do you do like a one-on-one? Like, what's like acceptable? Oh, I I have an idea. Mm-hmm. What if what if you always sign on to the group calls like early, so that in case he's there, just the two of you, you can like start talking to him and then being like, wait, do I have your number? <laughs> you know, like you kind of want to get like off that chain, like yeah, and then be like, oh yeah, text me. And just always be flirting, I th- or is, is it, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but like always be flirting. I think that's really good because <clears throat> have you gotten any indication that they're interested? No. <laughs> Are you Zooming so with you have them? To flirt. Yeah, it's like, well, we use Microsoft Teams, so we're doing like Teams. Right. Is, and- is your name in the corner of the box, like right yeah. here? So make that name his or her name. <laughs> and then just see what happens i love i love his name yeah just make it yeah that's the simplest I'm way i'm romantically interested in his name yeah and not creepy he, mm-hmm, so anytime you talk that'll come up and your other co-workers will respect you enough to ignore it well since you work in covid contract contact tracing i was i would recommend asking him to meet you at a popular bar or nightclub in the L.A. area. I think that'd be kind of a fun, you know what I mean? Let's get together in a, in a, in a damp indoor. I mean, I think your options, to be sincere, I think your options are limited. I think you, you have to be direct because you have to assume somebody else might be reading your emails, right? And you have to just be direct and email him on his work email. I mean, one thing you could do is wear something sexually unbelievably inappropriate on the Zooms. You know, and then but with a sign behind that, this is only for this guy and just sort of see what happens there. Tubin approach. Yeah, yeah, the Tubin approach. But I think what you have to do is probably email him directly and say, hey, I have a personal question. I wanted to email you on your personal email. Would you be comfortable giving me that? I, I unfortunately that's very unromantic and unflirty. And then what? And then and then when he emails her, she's like, "Hi, I'd like to go on a date with." Well, you. the other option, Natasha, tell me if I'm stupid. The other option is to straight up start flirting with somebody on a work email server, which is a little weird. Yeah, the intranet. I don't know. Have you thought about <laughs> flirting with him via chat? Well, yeah, I guess I guess yeah, because you could do one on one chats. 
Why don't you just get him your phone number? Why can't how? you just the problem is how? She can one on one chat it to him and say, Hey, if you ever have any make up something mm-hmm. like whatever is work related and just be like, Hey, and obviously you guys have a connection. Just be like, here's my number in case you ever need it. And then if he never uses it, who cares? You know, I don't know. Just being a little forward in that way. Maybe That's... I think they need to get off of the chat. I do you too, but to... I, you need to be in a place where you are around them and you need to send them a chat that says I'm behind you. <laughs> no that's don't do that don't do that i mean i just don't natasha and i often disagree about how to make the first move because natasha likes more the subtle approach where you kind of like put a put a little bit of bait in the water and see if anybody nibbles and i'm much more into the direct approach because especially in quarantine everything's so confusing i just feel like well who cares if you emailed this guy if he gave you his email and you were like Hey, I know this is weird, but I think you're kind of cute, and I just wonder, you know, would you ever want to like do a, zo- a Zoom date or something like that? And he's like, "No, nothing has happened. You've never met the guy, and you continue to not have met him. It's like you're still." It's okay, like, but if if she sends that, she should say, or if so, call me, so he doesn't have to like write back to this work email and put himself in a weird right. I like that space. Yes, because it could be weird. It's potentially weird. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's, but it's weird, but, but you're safe because it's like, what do you care? You're still just on Zoom. You're in San Bruno. You're in the Bay. It doesn't <laughs> even matter. It's like it's not like you walked up to him at a work function and were like, would you like to get a cup of coffee sometime? And he's like, no. I mean, that would suck. But this is like there's so many degrees of separation. I feel like you could be bold. That's, what I guess, my, my thought. Be bold. I think if there's anything that this pandemic is teaching us is that, like, yeah, what else? What else can you, you want things to be a little accelerated. Mm. Right. Show up to his doorstep in full PPE with a sign that says, I love you. Dude, actually, Marissa, I got a great idea. I just realized it. You need to, because part of your job is to call the people who are COVID positive, right? Mm -hmm. You need to get COVID (laughs) and then get him to call you. That's his job too. He'll call you. And say, we want to make sure you're isolated. You say, well, in 10 days, would you care to get together for a spot of tea? <laughs> and then have a caller ID thing ready so you make sure you write down his number. Do you, do you think you have the courage to email him on his work email and say, I had a, I had a, a not work-related question. Do you think I could email you on your regular email? Do you have the courage to do that? Yeah, I think so. I I think so. Actually... I think I really see myself doing the one-on-one chat. Okay, Natasha's yeah. advice wins. I'll sit this one out. <laughs> also, if you want, you can imagine what's the worst case scenario, mm-hmm. which is he's not interested. It's a little awkward. What Play it through in your head, and if you're okay with it, mm-hmm. then you know you have nothing to lose. Unless you're a sociopath, which you definitely are not. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like a very sweet person that is very conscientious. So I, I don't know if I would joking, call you yeah. sweet. Part of your job is perpetuating the COVID nineteen lie that's been pushed on us. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it's like hello. That doesn't seem sweet. That seems. I mean, you're part of the you're part of the machine. Okay, so here's the plan, Marissa. Your plan is you're gonna you're gonna chat with him on Microsoft Teams and just start flirting a little bit, kind of a thing. Okay. Okay. Is that right? You seem very comfortable. I'll tell you that right now. You seem you like can also ask confident him if he has a and ready. Ask I, him what? You know, he might he might like be expecting a child. Right. Yeah. You don't yeah. know. Oh, that's true. That's very true. You never know. You, you know, you, you kind of yeah. need to find that out, you yeah. know? So it's like. is Have you even talked to him? Yeah. Yes. Great suggestion, John. Are Go. you expecting are you expecting a child? That's your opening question. <laughs> I had a qu- <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no, do my suggestion first. Say, hey, I had a personal question for you. Can I email you directly? He gives you his email. You email. The only text is, are you expecting a child? <laughs> and if he's not, honey, he is game. So, uh... <laughs> Why don't you just give him a call, get his phone number, give him a call and go, hey, baby, why don't you contact Trace your way over to my yes. house? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> 
And then he's like, I'm in. How do I get there? You, you say, simple. You take the 101 North for six and a half hours to San Bruno. You come to my parents' place. <laughs> so, okay. Marissa, I feel like you are nervous but ready to make a move. Is that right? Yeah, I think I think a part of my confidence issue is like I've had like really bad social anxiety my whole life and I've never like dated seriously ever. So it's but it's like I just started treatment for my anxiety this year, like literally right before COVID. And it's sad because it's like I finally have all this confidence and all this like, oh, like get up and go. But there's nowhere to go and nowhere, nobody to see. And... <laughs> it's rough times. Yeah. Rough times. That is so depressing. <laughs> like, my anxiety has been quelled. There's a lockdown. Stay at home, everybody. I mean, but isn't this... Well, first I want to say, I think, having not a lot of experience with dating, a big part of the experience of dating is getting rejected. It just, it happens. Mm -hmm. It's part of it. And it's embarrassing, but it's not the end of the world. It's like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been flat rejected. Like, would you like to go out? No, I would not like to go out. More times than I could count. But honey, I eventually married you. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, Uh. that's a gentle reminder that if you don't have a lot of experience with it, it's, it's likely that this won't work out. You should go into it like with that in mind, like it not working out is not a big deal. It's part of the process. Like it's who cares? Like it's you, you took a risk and that's part of what dating is. And and True. also, isn't this kind of a golden age for people who have anxiety issues to to experiment with making a move? Because it's like mm-hmm. I said, there's so many there's so many layers of removal. It's like it's not as anxiety inducing i would imagine i don't struggle with anxiety stuff as walking up to somebody at a bar and saying can i have your phone number i would imagine yeah it's well my maybe because i grew up with the internet and texting but it like it may is so it still feels like the rejection still feels pretty intense well even marissa i'll tell you what feels intense to me is that you said maybe because i grew up with the internet and it felt like a dig on my age like you were saying i didn't grow up with the internet and uh i did i just it came later in life so i just want to say that you know what marissa i think that if you want the patriarchy to continue we should keep waiting for men to ask us out on dates but if we want like a matriarchy to happen i think we have to like start just going for what we want and you know just trying to (laughs) grab it yeah you can't win if you don't play. That's what they say, you know. You got to be in it to win it. Right. Wayne Gretzky once said, you you don't score any of the goals that you don't take the shot towards the goal. Mm-hmm. Something to that effect. And, and Alexander Hamilton once said, I'm not going to miss my shot. <laughs> he so, wrapped I mean, it. He wrapped yeah. it. But yeah, it's true. If you don't come to the table, if you're not playing the game, you can't win. So you might as well take a take a gamble. That's all the dating is, is gambling and then eventually one 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 is a winner you you hit and then that winner goes off to palm springs for an extended vacation because they decided to do a job for quibi or whatever (laughs) okay marissa well good luck let us know if you have any success oh yeah Yeah. will you contact us and tell us what happened yeah i can i can tell you guys what happened we'd love to know okay good luck (laughs) thank you guys so much okay Real quickly, love just you guys. love you. you too, Marissa. Just real quickly, so we have it. Just say COVID's a lie. Just real quick before oh, we say bye. No. Okay, all right, bye, Marissa. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Wait, Moshe, are there a lot of people out there who think COVID's a lie? Yeah, pandemic, pandemic. Yeah, it's a pandemic, honey. Yeah. But what do they think is happening? How are people like dying? Well, usually, I feel like the go-to st- thing is they don't think it's a lie. They go, look. It's a real thing. I believe it's real. It's just not that serious. It's a flu. It's they, That's a big thing people say. I had a guy once say that to me. It's a flu. And I was like, I hate when people use language they've clearly acquired from the news or the internet. It's like. I know. It's like, it's a Kung flu. What do these people think? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, John, we have this book of um, of of jokes for kids it's like these the silliest dad jokes you know 
And in there, I don't remember what the setup is, but there's a punchline for uh, that's Kung Flu. And that really made me laugh. <laughs> oh it was like God. a 20-year-old book. It was just like all of a sudden, they didn't know they were oh. citing some racist thing from 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbness um, never changes. <laughs> John, what's the album called? The LP that's coming out it's on Record Store Day. It's called Abracadabra California. It's, a, it's, a, it's not an LP. It's technically a 7-inch, but it's... Abracadabra, California. The name Abracadabra, California. John Daly. It's such yep. a good song, and the and the Lausanne song is so good too. So, guys, you should get it. You should get it. Thanks. Thanks so much. I don't know why it makes me laugh so much. That's stupid. It's the cover. dumbest. Yeah, I got. Yeah, um, got the sock, and there's a Xanax in the background for Lil Xan. I'm trying to do a talk house with uh, Lil Xan. We'll see. We'll see. What's a talk house? You know those interviews? It's like artists interview artists. I'm trying to get <laughs> Lil Xan. So Lil Xan, if you're out there. He's a listener. Yeah, I could. Yeah, why not? Um, think, this was so fun. Are we done? Is there another call? Um, I wanna, That was the sweetest person I've ever I met. I know. Wasn't she so sweet? I mean, it must. it's hard to date. I don't know. I, it sucks, yeah. It's hard to date, period. I've never asked a guy out on a date. That sounds really hard. I mean, I was telling her to do that, but that's how that's how I want to be, but I haven't been able to be like that. What do you mean that's how you've wanted to be? Until now. You've no, wanted I mean, to ask? No. I mean, we're I'm married. Just... <laughs> what the fuck? Is she... I'm just saying in general, I like the idea of a woman pursuing a man and just doing whatever she wants. Is that what you're doing in Palm Springs? <laughs> no, pursuing I'm just a man. Saying, pursuing a man. As opposed to how I always went into relationships was like waiting for someone to make a move. Right. Then Listen, I ended up only dating people who like made a move on me. What do you mean, Natasha? I am I am the one you ended up with. <laughs> It worked out. She means she wishes she had the agency, or to have had a different man, to have found to a get, different life partner. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. That's fair. Um, John, we can be done if you want to stay and hang. I no, mean, we, I want to stay. I don't. I'm we not have done. another segment. No. 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 We have another segment. I was it's, sad because there wasn't a meet. I love the call. I just that was great. What a cool. I feel so. It just feels like we're hanging out, and it's. I know. Just love. It's lovely. That's what I love about um, this show. Actually, is it's just like you have friends on, and then you have these like random people, and they're all so nice. But yeah, should we and play when some- we're surfing, it's like, hey, dude, how's that wave, dude? Yeah, and like that's how we talk every time. Negotiating the surf punks and yeah. Tasha, should we do secrets? Yeah, play one. Okay, here we go. Hi, Moshe and Natasha. Um, my secret is about a month ago, um, I did LSD in my boyfriend's pool. <laughs> and his parents and him are both like very square, like anti drug, anti alcohol, anti fun. Um, their idea of fun or my boyfriend's idea of fun is like going bowling <laughs> but anyway um i did lsd in his school and i didn't think he was he or his family was going to be home and they showed up and so i had to like pretend to have a migraine <laughs> and go in his room and be alone <laughs> and you know just like trip out by myself <laughs> And uh, didn't talk to him for hours. And he still doesn't know. And if he knew, he would totally break up with me. And But, you know, it was really fun. And I have another tab of acid in my car right now. Okay. Um, love you guys. Bye. Hell yeah. I would hate it if my boyfriend wouldn't approve of, like, something I thought was fun. Also, what is this couple? This, like, parochial bowling church boy who's with this like party animal that likes to drop acid by herself and jump in her boyfriend's pool this seems like a doomed couple that can go that can go wrong but i or maybe they're just really young maybe she's really young and it's just like i just want to do acid alone like that can go wrong in so many different ways but 
Especially if the people come home. That's that's rough stuff. I do feel like, though, acid of all the drugs... Actually, speed is good at this, too. But acid, you can really connect with a person, whether they're on it or not. And you can, like, pretend that you're really interested in them. I, the first time I did acid, I spent, like, three hours telling my mom how much I loved and appreciated her. She had no idea because I was... It's like... She probably would have noticed I was on drugs if it wasn't everything she'd ever wanted to hear me say. So she was just like so stoked what what I was saying that she was like locked in. That's great. Yeah. Natasha, you've never done acid. No. You should. Oh, it's the best drug. It is, it is a good great. drug. I mean, it's not really available anymore. What? Who has acid? I'm a dealer. <laughs> I'm an acid dealer. <laughs> COVID's been rough like, of dealing acid. <laughs> like, how do I take it? When do I take it? I have a kid. Like, when am I going to drop acid? Now would have been the time you're in the desert by yourself. Yeah, that's true. And, but am I supposed to do it by myself? You want a partner. You want a partner there yeah. for the first time. And what do they say? Set, setting, dosage. Well, I certainly yeah. wouldn't do it. I, I, I certainly wouldn't date someone who would break up with me if they found out that I did it. Well, yeah, that's I think that crazy. girl should dump that dude. I but think she, I think it's that not that she partied or did acid, it's that she did it on his like his parents would get pissed and maybe she oh, was maybe. exaggerating that part. Like he'd break up with me or something like that. She seems like maybe young or something. I don't know. I um I not only wouldn't break up with you for doing acid, I will break <laughs> up with you if you don't do acid someday. That's abusive. Yeah, well, I'm that's abusive, ab- John. Welcome. <laughs> Um, okay, let's all right, let's play another more. secret. <laughs> so I have a secret that uh, just the thought of saying it is making my heart pound out of my chest. Uh, a few years ago, I did this uh, bar crawl that was Harry Potter themed because I'm a dork. And I met this girl there who was just as much of a Harry Potter dork as me. And we really hit it off. And we hooked up a couple of times. Uh, but uh didn't really go anywhere beyond, you know, just having sex a couple of times and, you know, going on you know, a handful of dates. Uh, but uh, she ended up getting back with her ex-boyfriend uh, before long. But, you know, it's just one of those things that happens. Then uh, earlier this year, I did the uh, DNA test thing. And it shows you, you know, relatives who have also done the DNA test thing. And wouldn't you know it, uh, she was one of my relatives. She's a second or third cousin, uh, is what it says on the app. Uh, There's this third picture there in the list of relatives, you know, plain as day. And uh, for whatever reason, that uh, made, me, made me think about her even more. You know, not like as a relative, but, you know, as somebody that i would like to be with so it turns out maybe all that stepsister stepbrother and incest porn that's so popular right now maybe that's made for me oh that's so that's so popular right now like he just drops it (laughs) it's huge that we universally universally everyone knows is a very popular category (laughs) it's back baby (laughs) <laughs> what is sex with harry potter uh like is it just like quidditch your uh, yeah i mean i don't, don't know. quit it's yeah. your day wow. job john don't quit it's your day job true wait um yeah that, that's wow. really interesting he, he he didn't just get horny for her he was like i want to be with her he it got made him, more turned on when he got the DNA thing from 23andMe. But the way he put it was, I wanted to, this is someone I want to be with. It's like mm. he was like, oh, that's my cousin. I want to, like, have a life. <laughs> but I think he's talking about, like, it's sexy to him. Like, right. I, get I think it. he's being, like, perverted. He's like a perv. He's sure. like a, the kind of guy who's like, hey, I'm Gryffindor. What are you? Yeah, he's like, yeah, let's go, like, keep our Harry Potter clothes on, but fuck. That's what type. That's what type shit that dude's on. I don't know. It's a actually. It's a kind of a Slytherin move to want to fuck one of your cousins. Honestly, it's um, pretty Slytherin. <laughs> I um. I kind of think fucking your third cousin is so close to not fucking your cousin. It's kind of like 
You should just, I think, enjoy. I, I, I'm into what it. What about second cousin, Mosh? Second cousin, you're getting into a dicey area, but you're still kind of okay. <laughs> First cousin, it depends it's on how out. close you are, too. Like, right, right. Yeah. First Second, cousin is if you know it, that's definitely like family. That's, that's out. Weird. Sibling, that's in actually. That's back in. It's back, back in. baby. Yeah, that's back, baby. Yeah, <laughs> the hottest porn ever. <laughs> uh, what about one more secret, and then we'll say goodnight. Okay. Cool. Hi, Moshe. Hi, Natasha. Love you both. This is a really concerning secret, and I hate thinking about it, but I think speaking it into the universe would be good for me. So when I was 15, um, I had just started masturbating, and my friends showed me this website, Omegle. Don't know if you remember it, but at night, I would, like... (laughs) I would masturbate on Omegle, like video chatting with these random guys, and I would use my hairbrush. That's it. Love you, guys. <laughs> no, okay, this is her dark secret that she used a hairbrush to masturbate on, vid- on, on Omegle. On Omegle, which is basically like um, uh, what's the other one that it was like? What was it called? Chat roulette. Chat roulette. Yeah, Chat it's like roulette. a new rando oh, I didn't know come. What that was. And she would she would masturbate to randos while, well, I don't think that's a big deal. Sexuality I don't think is that's a big deal. But yeah. I want to say the about guys are the like, other, uh, I don't think that's a big deal. I think that's normal. <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> what did you say you wanted to say? I'm not pulling tubins. Oh, I was going to say the guy before that, I feel like like when he started his, his secret, he was like, I'm feeling kind of like, hot and bothered just telling this secret. like i feel like him revealing that secret like he was probably jerking off or something like that the <laughs> harry potter guy he was par- probably dressed as hermione and uh you know what he says when he with comes his quidditch yeah What's when he that? when he comes he screams expelleramus <laughs> <laughs> all right that seems like a good enough note to end things on oh, nice john daly Hey, thanks for having me. That was great. The I funniest, that. the most yeah. talented, the music. I'm not joking. If you're listening, his music is genuinely good and also genuinely funny. Usually you pick one or the other. The album, the, the seven inch is called Abracadabra Fornia. Abracadabra Fornia. Yeah. Abracadabra uh, yeah, Fornia. Follow my Instagram at John Wait, Daily Graham. How can, we, how can we listen right now to that song? Go to, go to RHCP 2014, RHCP Red Hot Chili Peppers, RHCP2014.com. Scroll down okay. to the bottom and it's a free download. You guys, okay, you. John, also, you're the best. This is a great Christmas gift and it's got the Lil Xan thing. It's a great package for yeah. you. Yeah. Speaking of Christmas gifts, you can get my book. You can get Natasha's albums, get my album, Crowd Surfing, get all the albums. This is time for stocking stuffers, but make sure you get John's first. Uh, John, thank you for joining us. Thanks so much. Miss you. Let's uh, miss you guys. Remember when we hung out in Florence for one night? Oh, that was fun. That was really, really fun. Oh, my God. The whole Italy thing was very fun. Yeah. You guys know what you know what that was called when we hung out then? What? What? The before times. Oh. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Remember the before times? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that's BC. <laughs> before COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. John right, Daly well, at John okay. Daly Graham on yeah. Instagram. The one yeah. and only, the funniest man, the greatest person. We love you. We miss you. Thanks, guys. Good Appreciate night. it. Bye. Bye, All John. Right. Bye.